Say hi, say hello. Happy, happy Wednesday, wherever you are on this still phenomenal planet, despite what's happening in the day today. I feel like my camera is sideways. Maybe my monitor is. All right, just a little bit. It won't bother me too much. I've got a slide for you all today. Before I jump in, let me do sound check, of course. Let's just make sure we are all good. I've got an announcement to make. I'm really excited about this. I'm so happy. I've got an announcement to make. And we've got a very important show segment today. So let me put it up here as a teaser. Oh my goodness, I think, did I not? Oh, did it in pieces. There we go. Okay. I'm, I do have a slide for us today, by the way. So woohoo. Yes, we've got the slide. So that means classroom style. We'll just, we'll just do classroom style. So today's episode 181. Can you own a home and receive Medi-Cal? So we are going to talk about this. So this applies to those who are homeowners, property owners that are 55 age and older. Some of you not quite there yet, but you have family members, loved ones. So this may be an important piece of information today. Michael, welcome. How are you? Thanks for tuning in. William, great to see you. Thank you. And so I'm really happy that we get to bring this content, this information today. As you all know, we, you know, Ready, Set, Real Estate, we'll talk about all aspects, the raw, the uncut, the flip, flops, boom, and bust in all things that are real estate. So uh, I'm excited. So before I do that, let's do some show announcements. Let's just get checked in. Let's say thank you to our sponsor and all that. But in the meantime, I do want you to be prepared to have some notes, take some notes for today. I will bring the slide up shortly and we'll follow a PowerPoint. So because I am California licensed and uh, a broker, I will speak. Will be speaking from the California perspective. So do check with your state if this applies to the Medicaid type program, but Medi-Cal did have some really uh, just ugly stipulations prior to 2017 and legislation changed how Medi-Cal recovers payments. So yes, you you may have heard some things about people like, oh, if you got Medi-Cal, you, you know, you were losing your house and that whole thing. So there's some truth to that, but we're going to discuss why, who, what, where, how, and the goodies of that, the, the nitty gritty of that. So far, so good. Very good. All right. So, of course, I want to say hi. Hi. Hello. My name is Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent. You know, when I started doing that a couple years ago, I was doing that in the spandex. Uh, reminds me, shout out. I want to shout out to Cassie Betts of Te Talk Tech to Me. Talk Tech to Me. Yes. She had me as a guest, a featured guest on her radio show this past week that was really fun to be on the radio i just i miss being on the radio when we were doing the tour we were doing different radio spots i was on different radio shows talking talking the talk walking the walk and always fun to come on to radio especially live radio right this is like this is live re video right live video and then the podcast a replay so thank you all for tuning in for your continued love and support i really appreciate it because 
I think two week two weeks ago, I had an epiphany about what I was doing with this show. Like it started, of course, because we wanted to highlight various careers in the industry for the next generation so they could see that there was more to real estate than the seller, the buyer, the realtor, real estate agent or professional and the lender, we wanted to highlight all the other key players that contribute to this 1.2 trillion with a T trillion dollar industry. And if you look at the original uh, show, when we first started, I think about 60 episodes started off with independent contractors in various aspects of this business so that people knew and saw there was more to it than just right the buying and selling. I usually, when I consult with clients, I have a nice little uh, presentation in PowerPoint where I go, this is your team, right? And I let them know who's that, the inspector, the appraiser, the title rep, the settlement officer, you know, your transaction coordinator, like the, these are the people that are making this possible. So with that, I say, you may be thinking about, you know, is real estate a good fit for you? I oftentimes get that question on the show. Hey, I'm thinking about jumping into the real estate business, but I don't know quite what that is. And so I invite you to, you know, share and reach out and connect here on this community on Ready, Set, Real Estate with what those aspirations are and provide. And perhaps we as a community and collective can give you some insight and give you some directive. It's not an I, it's a we. And of course, if you have value to bring to the show, I invite you to, you too, let's have the conversation. Like I said, uh, in the past, we've done guests. I will bring guests back. Uh, and I know I've been saying that for like the bulk of the year, but the reason we haven't highlighted guests yet is because there's been so much happening in the pandemic. I've just been like catching up, right? With the content, just catching up with all the, the news, the highlighted information. And that brings me to an interesting point as I'm reminding you here to write down your goals for 2022, which is going to be over in a matter of minutes, right? In a matter of weeks, we are in fourth quarter already. So I'm reminding you, write down those goals. Why? Because the universe conspires to give you that which you create, right? That, what, that which you can see in your mind's eye and I give a perfect example, that board back there, right? This one right up here above my head. You can't see the full scope of this, but it was an article that came out in 2017. And it was it, it says, um, it when Wall Street is your landlord. And the pieces on that board are really custom to California. It has the freeway. It had rent strikes. It had rent strikes. There's rent strikes on this board before there was a whole rent strike that happened. I'm telling you, it just reminds me of the Titanic. The Titanic, uh, if you read, there was this uh, uh, ship called the Titanium, and it was written in a book that was written 20 years, I think almost 100 years before the Titanic sh uh, uh, ship uh, uh, sh um, sunk, getting tongue-tied with saying ship sunk. <laughs> so there was a book written that uh, told this story. And when you look, you know, years later, it comes to pass. So I say that because there's such, there's such power 
There's such power in creating, right? And writing it down, bringing it out your mind's eye and the power of the pen and the vibration to writing that down. It's, it's, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you, I'm sharing you and I'm inviting you because Lisa doesn't tell. Michael says, hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for the informative live. I'm so happy that you're here. Stay tuned, like stick around. We'll, we'll make this as sweet and short as possible. But you know, when we're talking about something like this, that can apply to many folks who may be experiencing or collecting or receiving, and we're going to get into the nitty gritty of it. Uh, it, it I might go longer than my segment. Um, I don't really have a time limit. You know, <laughs> you, you, you indulge as you have time. That's the beauty of replay, right? Okay, so I've already shared about goals. Speaking of goals, I want to share with you. So I did share, I wrote down a goal and guess what? We've executed, um, I have to say shout out. I'm gonna bring it up here real quick. We are officially Georgia licensed. So we are officially Georgia licensed and expanding our territory from California, including to Georgia. So I wanna share with you that yes, please connect with us. We are going to be hiring real estate consultants. And just like here, we do specialize and will specialize there, there in probate and trust sales, divorce sales, what are also uh, partition or joint tenant rights, apartments and 1031 exchanges. Oh joy, those are fun. We'll see a lot more of those as people are trying to swap out of these bad uh, you know, tenant situations. And cryptocurrency real estate sales, yes. So I wanted to share that with you because I've been talking about goals. I write those down, execute those. So boom, that's my goal. That's my win. I will be in Atlanta, by the way, in now two weeks. We're attending a conference and it'll allow me to be back and return. I, I was speaking in, in Atlanta. I was doing a lot of back and forth and just connecting. And I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed what I saw. My spirit just felt like nostalgic. I just, it just felt reminiscent of like, I've been here before, even when I set foot for the first time. And I knew there was something special. So this felt like an optimum time. It felt like a great time to do it especially as I'm seeing our market shifting. I have gotten calls and I've consulted just as a third party consulted on different deals happening there. And one was a win that I will remember is that I was successfully able to negotiate a buyback for a homeowner who lost their home to default. It was foreclosed on uh, judicially, right? So they went to court, got the judgment, the lender got the judgment, for, got the foreclosure judgment, auctioned it off, sold it to an investor. And then I was brought in to negotiate with the investor and uh, with the client, just kind of coaching them along that process. And guess what? We successfully were able to keep them in the home because they now even had an eviction, an unlawful detainer, which means it's another judicial proceeding that says, hey, we're going to evict you. They actually had that posted on the door that said sheriffs are coming to do a lockout. And so that's the ugly side of the business that most people don't speak about. But when you're active, like you know our team and other professionals that I connect with, it's always great to highlight like the real stuff, the real of the real. <laughs> 
So I wanted to share that, that that really just did it for me. Um, being able to help a family retain their home after it had been auctioned off, like that was even a record scenario for me. I've, I, you know, we specialize in unique situations, but for me, I was like, whoa. And so it was really like, okay, Lisa, you've got to, you know, buckle down, do what you need to do to reciprocate. And in a matter of weeks, because last week I was on the show and I said, I messed up the paperwork. I sent it back to Georgia and literally this morning, timely for this show, <laughs> right? It was, it was all for the show. It was so timely that I got to share on today's episode that we are officially Georgia licensed. So thank you all for your continued support on that. Because I, my mind started to say, well, maybe um, it's not meant to be. And then I had a friend, shout out to LA biz guy, DeAndre Landers. I consulted with him about it. And he said, it's great to have people you can bounce these things off of. And he said, you know, Lisa, you are a victim of your own excellence. He said, you just expected yourself not to make a mistake. He said, this was a lesson for you to say, my bad, I messed up. Make the correction and resubmit. Anyone else find that you, you could be a victim of excellence by a show of hands? Go ahead and press one in the chat below. Let me know if you come across where almost it comes off as self-sabotage and doubt, and but it's your you just are striving for excellence, right? And so I appreciated that conversation because it was the first time I was hearing this victim of excellence. And I was like, oh, that's different. Okay. Good stuff. Disclaimer, and then we'll jump into, uh, let me uh, hide that real quick. Disclaimers, of course, the information provided on this show should not be considered legal or tax advice. I have to, right? Our team says, make sure you let people know. So please seek those reputable licensed professional, those tax advisors, mortgage consultants, um, real estate professionals, albeit someone like myself, my team, extension of my team, uh, other industry colleagues, please make sure you are consulting with reputable licensed professionals regarding your unique situation. Gabish, gabish. Okay, you got it. All right. Let's, um, one more thing, last thing. No, I'll bring it back. No, this is a good time. Let's talk about it. Now we'll do, we'll do a sponsor break so I could do a water break. Uh, Lisa Gillette also uh, broker owner of Venue Estate, separate from the show. But I just want to let you know that I'm an active real estate broker professional. So yes, actively selling and buying real estate. I'm a pricing strategy advisor, a short sale foreclosure certified, and uh, along with probate as well. All that means is I do continued education. We make sure we put what we learn into practice in our, our everyday negotiating and experience. And I enjoy what I do. And more importantly, I hold a seniors real estate specialist designation, which means we work specifically with the senior uh, uh, clientele, with our senior clientele, which I love. I love everyone. I love all of you. Uh, seniors have a special heart, special place in my heart. Uh, so my clients, my oldest client right now is 81, who I get to speak with every day. Um, my youngest is probably, my youngest client is probably, I'm going to say 24 and they have kids. So maybe my youngest client is actually six months old. <laughs> They've got a, a, just a new baby. So that's always wonderful. Okay, good stuff. We, I've covered all, like I'm going through making sure we're covered. Great, we'll be right back after this sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. 
As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. All right, good stuff. Of course, of course, my aunt is at CSR. I love my family because not only... Uh, you know, doing business with us is, is doing business with family is great. But when it's family, right? So my aunt, shout out to Auntie Martha. She says, and don't forget your mo- most loyal supporter is, is she says, me. Absolutely. I, how can I forget you? Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Not only my favorite, right? Your, my, my, my loyal supporter, but my favorite, my favorite auntie, right? Like, yes. And, I, I, and of course not, excluding my other aunts, of course. But I remember, so the little quick story, uh, growing up, I used to, I used to love spending time with my auntie Martha and um, always the coolest person because she was so adventurous and she still is. Like I'm watching her make her moves. I'm so proud. I'm so happy. And so I'm, I'm soon to work on some expansion stuff but she's, you know, investing in land, purchasing land in our native country, which is Belize. And so she's like a, a, a mini mogul in the making. Don't be upset that I said that online. <laughs> she's a mogul in the making. I'm so happy and so proud of you. Love you, love you, love you. But there was a little thing, not but in in addition to that, like growing up, she had these beautiful long nails. And as I grew up as a little girl, I'd be like thinking I stopped biting my nails because I'm like, I want my nails to be long and pretty like Auntie Martha. So, all right, that's my story. James says, hi, Lisa, do I need to file taxes in 2022 to qualify for MAGI Medi-Cal? Great question. Let's hold it right there. And then I'm catch up with Cynthia. Cynthia says, if I decide to refinance my home while I'm on the Medi-Cal program, can they come after the equity that I pulled out on the property? Great questions. All right, so good. We're already on board. So let's do slides first and then we'll come back to those, okay? Because of course, I'm gonna have to disclaim in terms of, what I just said. So for those of you who just got on, I did disclaimers about <laughs> seeing those tax professionals, seeing those licensed, you know, attorneys and tax professionals. What we cover is going to be generic and safe, ju- not only for you, but for my purposes as well as a broker. All right. So great. So Cynthia, uh, Michaela says, thank you so much. Great content. Exactly what I was looking for. Okay, cool. All right, let's get into this. Can you own a home and receive Medi-Cal? So I want to cover this. So I was just doing some research, right? Um, Because Medi-Cal is California's, again, I'm a licensed broker here. So I'm going to speak to California. We're now licensed in Georgia. So I won't touch on Georgia quite yet. And so my disclaimer here, as if you are in in this particular state and you have a scenario when you're talking about specific assets, because I do, I'm going to touch on that towards the end about Medi-Cal asset protection, Medi-Cal asset protection, write that in your notes. Okay. And so just want to be clear so that we're on board. You may not have heard of it in your respective state. It may not apply to your respective state, but here we have had legislation that impacts Medi-Cal recipients prior to 2017 for our 55 and up community that are receiving Medi-Cal. 
And then also for those um, who are 55 and older, um, at 2017, January 1st, 2017, there has been new legislation put into effect. And so we're going to talk about that and discuss that. Um, I brought I brought notes. I brought notes. So let's talk about this thing called Medi-Cal, right? So Medi-Cal states recovery program. First, let's address Medi-Cal. So Medi-Cal would assist those with things like um, you, their health care, and I want to just jump to this slide real quick. So th that thing called ADLs. By the way, I brought this to the to light because this is continuing from our segment of last week. We were talking about the uh, transfer on death deeds. We talked about how if you do use transfer on death deeds and you are a Medi-Cal recipient, you could subject yourself to uh, or subject your estate to the repayment of Medi-Cal uh, benefits, okay? So this is why we're talking because I think I'm now, I'm I'm just gonna keep going as we've been discussing this. I Last week I said, I mean, I, I was able to pull out almost four show topics out of last week's discussion. So I just wanna just keep with that and keep with that flow. So if you're new and you jumped on in and this is, you're like, kind of like, what, what are we talking about? I invite you to go back and check out the past episodes where we were talking about TODs and all that other fun stuff. So in-home support services for ADLs, that would be like meal preparation, administering medications, house cleaning, um, you know, helping you with shopping, uh, bathing. Of course, personal needs as well would be ADLs. So ADLs are your assisted daily living, right? Assisted daily living. And as we get older, and this is um, this is a huge thing right now in just overall in business. So entrepreneurs pay attention. Being ADA compliant, so making sure that your websites right now are ADA compliant. In fact, we talked about it on the radio show when I was with on on with Cassie on Talk Tech to Me was this topic of ADA. And as I've been taking trainings. Uh, as of recent, it's kind of getting louder and louder how important it is to have those closed captions, to have, you know, websites that can um, read, be read by, you know, the computer or like an AI type plugin for those who are blind or those who are dyslexic, to have a dyslexic friendly website to those who are colorblind. I can go on and on when we talk about disabilities. And so I, it brings me to this point that this quote, as we've been on these trainings, it really hit home for me because I'm noticing the longer we live, we are living longer. Let's start, let's start there. We are noticing as a humanity pool, right? The human genome, right? We're living longer. And with that comes this fact. If you link live long enough, you will experience at least one disability. And that resonated to me. I don't know if that resonates to you when you just take pause about life and the cycles of life. And you go, huh? If you live long enough, you will experience a disability. Wow. And so I don't feel like this information today is too far-fetched because we're talking about age 55 and older for those in California who would be Medi-Cal recipients. So yeah, we're, that means we're like at half a century mark where I just shared my oldest client is 81 
And I'm just, let me double check. Is he, yep, old 81. I've got a couple that are like in their 70s. They're just all so wonderful. And I was just checking up the other day on probably my oldest dear friend and client would be 87. And I'm, I might, I'm afraid to, to probably learn that she's passed away because I haven't received a return call. And so that's just the cycle of life, right? So I wanted to highlight exactly when we talk about Medi-Cal, Medi-Cal and those of you who have family members who are now needing these services, such as in-home support services, home-based services or community services, uh, and California has a program by way of Medi-Cal that will pay those benefits. They will pay those benefits. And what's interesting, it, prior to 2017, and for those who may not know, this is why, this is why we're on the show. Make sure, you know what? I, I forgot to talk about the cost of today's episode. The cost of the show, the cost of class is it's free 99, but I do ask you to do two things for me. Press one lets me know you're here. Press two lets me know you shared it. Sharing is caring. So I have to remind you to do that because as I'm speaking on this topic, a lot of you it, you know, this is family, friends, loved ones, people you work with, you connect with. So this, and I would think of all the episodes, this one is going to be important. And I'm speaking from this perspective because we manage probate sales. And when you don't do the estate stuff, then we have to deal with creditors and Medi-Cal becomes a creditor. And so today we want to talk about debunking some of the myths and misconceptions because some of our seniors may be choosing not to receive these benefits when they do in fact need it and they're receiving, they're avoiding it because they don't want to have a lien on their house, right? They don't want to have to have Medi-Cal come and claim repayment on their property. And that is a very valid concern. It's a very valid position. And so this is why we're going to discuss what exactly does that entail? What does that mean? Because when you apply for these benefits, they have that paperwork and it does disclaim, right? It asks you, are you a homeowner? Uh, what are your assets? Because this asset, this, this pro, pro, excuse me, this program is designed as a supplement, right? Is to help, is to support that particular um, group. So let's talk about the Medi-Cal Estates Recovery Program. You with me still? All right, you can, you know, let me make this bigger. I'll make myself a little talking head down here. So the Medi-Cal Estates Recovery Program stipulates that the Medi-Cal program can recover payment from benefits received by Medi-Cal members. That's the member or recipient who's 55 or older. So that means benefits. What I'm going to discuss today is about the benefits received on the 55th birthday or after, right? And then repayment is limited to only assets subject to probate owned by the deceased member at time of death. So let's let's take a pause here because this is a this is an important part. This part right here where it says the assets that that individual owns subject to probate. So what I'm going to do here is twofold because I I feel like we need to talk about this side by side. So I'm going to jump here and yeah, it's like 
I'm going to toggle between a screen share is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going. That's what I'm going to do. Let's talk about this section right here. So if the death occurs, so prior to our, this is legislation that changed in 2017, uh, regarding this Medi-Cal Estates program. I bet for my industry colleagues in real estate didn't realize that you would have to know this information. It's pertinent to know this information because it will affect your your uh, clients or the heirs or inheritance uh, net, right? It's important to know when we're talking about probates and, you know, pay, pay off, right? Pay off amounts, stuff like that. Okay, so death occurring prior to, so I actually want to highlight this part right here. Do, 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 do. Let's not get to the state part because I really like the way estate was even redefined. So age 55 or older, the department's claim includes most services received or monthly managed care premiums paid on behalf of the Medi-Cal recipient. So guess what? Legislation as of January 1st, 2017, that legislation that uh, is referenced above here, legislation SB 833, has appeared to expand that definition of what they can recover payment for. And you notice here it says home and community-based services, which is the one that I was just speaking about, right? Those in-home support services or community-based services and those related to hospital and prescription drug services. So you get, you got it. Okay. So in terms of what they are recovering payment for, good. Okay. Let's jump to, <laughs> I know, I just, I, I know. Yeah. It's, it's like this, this is a lot, Lisa. This is a lot. It's okay. The good news is that you can slow it down. You can go back. I'm going to get through it. We'll get through it. So based on that, it says uh, recipients, 55 or older, get it? So you get the cat, the, the the catch or the correction that this legislation um, has put into effect, which for me is a good thing. Um, repayment limit only to assets subject to probate. So let's now go to that part, right? Owned by the deceased member at time of death. So let's go here, boom, estate right here. So before the legislation, Estate is defined as all real and personal property and other assets in which the decedent had any legal title or interest at the time of death, right? At the time of death. They've now changed estate, the definition of estate, to what? Meaning all real and personal property and other assets in the individual's probate estate. So what does that mean? They now have changed the rule. This is a game changer, people. What does that mean? That if you transfer your property into a living trust, and that was done at this time after 2017, right? Not, not before. Uh, we're talking about 2017. So I don't want to confuse the dates. Let's talk about where we are now because this is a huge thing that my attorney colleagues have pointed out. And I, I dug deeper, right? <laughs> dug deeper. <laughs> and the reason being is because I really wanted to understand the significance of this and I get it. And so I, I feel like we need to have a point of discussion 
as to why, again, we're doing the living trust and we're recommending it is because something like this means trusts are not subject to probate. Let's read this other definition here that prior to the 2017 legislation that uh, Medi-Cal could recover payment upon the death of a surviving sp spouse. It says the department shall make a claim against the estate of the surviving spouse for services provided on behalf of the pre-deceased spouse. It's now been changed to prohibit. I like this word prohibited. Recovery is prohibited from the estate of a deceased Medi-Cal member who survived by a spouse or registered domestic partner. Now, when this legislation was put into place, here was here was the point of it, and here was a conversation. It was robbing people of inter of their family wealth, of their generational wealth, because essentially you were subjecting a family to have to pay the uh, Medicare claim. And oftentimes the only asset they had to pay a six figure claim was with the real estate, with the property, with the home, the family home. So the beautiful thing is now that that is prohibited as long as it meets these guidelines. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, let's jump into this. Boom. Whoops. I wasn't ready for that. Keep that up. Let's go back here. Boom. Add this one back. OK, uh, just pointing those out again, repayment for managed care premiums. We talked about it in patient nursing facility or home and community based services. Now, here's where I'm noticing my phone calls and conversations of concern become when should we notify lenders and when should we be notifying creditors? And so depending on which creditor, which depending on the program like this particular program, they want you to, and they request, require notice of death. And then it's quote unquote, notice of death must be submitted to the Department of Healthcare Services within 90 days of death with a copy of the death certificate. And so based on that, that puts them on notice. And then they start to work on their billing process, on their billing process. As I'm discussing these guidelines, perhaps it'll ask you some questions about your specific scenario. There was a question here about the refinance and the claim on the equity. So in terms of Medi-Cal recovering payment on that, here's the guidelines. Uh, in fact, if you want this part specific guideline, uh, let's. Um, I'm going to drop it here in the chat. In fact, better, I can, um, the source of the website is dhcs.ca.cub. Let's throw that in the chat for those of you who are inquiring about specifics, because again, uh, I may not know all your specifics, and that's why that should be a specific one-on-one. -on -one. Of course, we're, you know, we're an internet radio show giving some general information. So it's great to just be on your radar. Like I like to say, don't let Lisa lie to you. Don't let me lie to you. Fact check. Go and go and do the research. I'm just I'm saying, here you go. Like I'm having my Nemo moment. Go ahead. Grow up. Go ahead. Go grow up. I love that movie. So here it is. Go to dhcs.ca.gov. Again, we're referring to a California topic as it relates to Medi-Cal. Make sure you check that out to learn about your specific situation. And when you go to the site, it'll give you the link to this uh, guideline right here as it relates to estate recovery. Let's continue and then we'll jump it off, uh, jump, jump into uh, 
more details. So prior to 2017's legislation, it says the voluntary post-death lien. So again, that paperwork has that verbiage. And what is happening is our seniors and those who've seen it from other friends and family members, those who've experienced it are staying away and they're saying, oh no, I don't want to deal with this. And so this is why we should be discussing it is because there's new legislation, 2017, there's new legislation that changes this, but also keep in mind that you should be doing what is called in the Medi-Cal Medi asset protection, right? Consult with an attorney about putting that plan into play. So it says voluntary post-death lien shall accrue simple interest at the rate of 7% per annum, 7%. So here, here's what's interesting about that. You have a growing debt. You have a growing bill when it doesn't get paid, just like any other creditor. And prior to con prior to conceiving about liens, and they're, and they're now here. Now here's the unfortunate part. When I do speak to my seniors about kind of the you know getting their getting their ducks in order, <laughs> some of them are not. They don't care, and they openly say that to me, Lisa. I'm not concerned with that. When I'm dead, I'm dead. I'm not concerned with that. That's an unfortunate conversation because I'm an advocate of retention, right? I'm an, I'm an advocate of retention unless, and there's no stones thrown. And, and that's what I share with people that you've got to give people their space with no judgment if they decide to liquidate or sell a property, because oftentimes that might be mom, dad's, grandma's, you know, whoever's home. And it may be too painful to live in the home. I had a client in a scenario like that. It affected her health immensely to physically live in the same home or continue to live in the same home that she was used to experiencing the day-to-day -day with her mother. It physically affected her. And so it created such conflict between family members, um, particularly her daughter wanted to keep it. She wanted to sell. And so that creates a conflict. So get allow people like there's mental health is so important. And in something like that, it was affecting not just her physical health, but, but her mental well-being to have to live in that or subject herself to that. So I like to remind people, we've got to be sensitive to what people, why people decide to liquidate, right? Uh, we are noticing that. I'm, I am noticing that even though properties can, will be or can be in a trust and they still decide to liquidate, the other thing that California has done to, and it has to do with the um, our stipulation about property taxes, meaning those inheritors, unless they live in that primary residence, would be subject to paying the property taxes based on current, um, not what what their parents were paying, right? So it's a difference of thousands of dollars as I'm explaining this thing called supplemental property taxes to new buyers. Same goes with these property tax. So a lot involved. Again, you heard me. I'm throwing out tax. I'm throwing out words like estate. Again, that, you know, estate planning, refer to tax advisors and legal, your legal team. If you don't have one, you should have one, right? Definitely have your team put together. Um, here's what I want to uh, talk about too as well. This is state recovery shall waive its claim when the estate subject to recovery is a homestead or modest value. Again, what that means if they got an exemption, just like if you have filed a homestead exemption, it limits the amount they can claim. 
But I want to jump over here to this estate recovery uh, uh, waiver that they're referring to. So the good news is I'm going to jump over here real quick. Oh, I'm all over the place. This slide is all over the place. <laughs> I wanted to say, oh, did I, del I deleted it. Ah, okay. Let's talk about the waiver real quick. I'm, I'm going to use it here. So Medi-Cal does require, um, or excuse me, if you if you find that the Medi-Cal's claim against the state, the probate estate, because we're talking about effective January 1st, 2017, creates a hardship, you have 60 days to request for a waiver. So it's essentially like an appeal, like, hey, you know, this is a little bit burdensome. This is cre will create a hardship. And so you have... 60 days to request that waiver. They do have that waiver on their website. Again, I give my blurb here about consult a state planning attorney to prepare a medical um, or a medical asset protection plan in place. Okay. Um, let me jump back this way because uh, that was my last slide and then we'll wrap it up here. Probate. So during probate, uh, essentially it's the probate of the decedent's estate that's if they had property. And these are your like sole owners type scenario, right? Or last surviving owner passes away and nothing happens. I oftentimes remind, remind my clients that, you know, if you're last surviving, make sure, let's make sure we get things in order. And so what that means that all creditors during probate and the attorney or the, it's really the it's administrator's responsibility. And it may be done by way of counsel giving them the steps of what is expected to take place during the probate proceedings or probate process is that they are to notify creditors uh, and they have creditors then have four, four months, 90 days or four months, whichever is later to then respond and submit a claim against that estate. Some of those, some of those, some of you who are chiming in or connected with me, who kind of listen to the show, have also worked with me and experienced that. So you've seen that process play out in terms of, you know, what the waiting for that clock to go down to now move to the next phase of the probate. And there is a window there for creditors to come and submit their claim for repayment. That would be the window for not just Medi-Cal right? State agencies, local ordinances, government, IRS, franchise tax board. We oftentimes see liens pop up during this window that you were not aware of, right? Oh, I didn't know she didn't pay her taxes, you know, the last two years. That pops up as a lien. Oh, I, I didn't know that, you know, she has a judgment, you know, because she co-signed on um, her sister's house and her sister defaulted or I didn't know she co-signed, grandpa co-signed on grandson's lease or apartment and he defaulted and got a judgment against both of them. Again, you see how these different life scenarios, when we think we're helping, it can create more of an issue down the road. And so you, in, in a nutshell, what I'm saying is those issues, like what you are, those financial decisions you're making when you're helping do not disappear. They follow you. I, I warn my clients of that when we jump in escrow and we have to deal with the statement of information. Title has to do the check because they're insuring the property against any claims right thereafter, making sure that we, we know, you know, everything before that date of close. This is what we know of this property. And so making sure we're cleaning up the title. That's this. This is the similar thing with probate. 
that making sure that we're cleaning up the estate and any debts that need to be paid are paid, including Medi-Cal. All right. So I'm jumping around here. Uh, just wanted to make sure I touch base. There was a specific question about whether you should be filing taxes in 2022 to qualify. So again, qualifying for Medi-Cal is a specific question in relation to your income, your situation. Definitely speak um, with tax advisors and your personal team. Again, this particular topic is regarding or really continuing from our last topic as we were talking about TODs. Remember that? Yeah, good stuff. And now we're talking about how TODs, while it's a good instrument to transfer to beneficiaries, it also cre can create a mess for you. So beware, just you know, be advised, be on notice that you work with the team. Don't try to you know, DIY this stuff, right? Do it yourself. DIY, <laughs> DIY, don't try to do it yourself. Uh, get a team that you can consult with regarding these um, important elements of the estate or your family member's estate. All right, with that I say, we're gonna wrap it up today. You all have been amazing. I love it, short, sweet. We Oh yeah, this was a good one. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to get your homeowner guide, uh, homeowner's guide to success, please make sure you're chiming in. Send me an email. You can email me at lisa at lasuperagent.com. Uh, text message is welcome as well. And just drop in and just say, um, you know, just uh, homeowner's guide, 323-488-3265. That's my direct line. I say that on, uh, I'm repeating that or reading that for those who are listening to the radio podcast. Again, thank you and shout out. We've got people listening to us internationally and you all are, amazing, have been amazing. Thank you all who meet me in per when you have a chance to meet me in person. I just feel so filled when I hear the feedback and the value that you've been receiving from the show's content and the information. It's always wonderful to catch you on the live. Even if you can't catch us on the live, make sure you hashtag replay. Let us know that you're still on. And guess what? We'll see you next week for another information-packed episode on Ready set real estate. If you know anyone that uh, you or someone you know received value on today's show, we'd love to hear from you. Make sure you drop that in the chat. Be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on that notification bell, and we'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Bye.